It's Monday, and it's still April. We have 10 days left in the month, and in Georgia, that means 10 days left of shelter in place. Today, by the way, is Monday, April 20th, and there are just 20 days until Mother's Day. How will you celebrate? Hi and hello! You have found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. Edit! Or maybe this is the podcast for moms who have nothing but time. (laughs) You can think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I am so glad you're here. Momlog, day 36 of the official COVID-19 social distancing protocol. 36 days means that this now is starting to feel like our new normal. The novelty has worn off. The stress about new routines has mostly dissipated. I'm finally just now okay with the fact that I have to do two loads of dishes a day instead of one. The kids have finally stopped asking when we're going back to school. Chris has grown a beard for the first time since I've known him, and now I am starting to recognize him with it. Maybe he'll keep that beard. Maybe I'll always cook this much and have to do this many dishes. Maybe we will go back to homeschooling. (laughs) No, no, just kidding. That's not going to happen. I think what's hard about this time is the fact that the future is nebulous. We have nothing set in stone to look forward to. I'm not sure if we'll go to California to visit my mother now this year. I don't know if we'll reschedule our Hawaii trip. I don't think I'll be going to Indianapolis for the Gospel Coalition for Women Conference in June. I'm not even certain if the kids will have a summer swim team season. So I'm trying to create little things that we can look forward to, like camping in the backyard, like reading Harry Potter together, like making a list of recipes that we can try. But what I'm really looking forward to is the freedom to go out as we please, to walk with friends, to gather for celebrations. I'm also looking forward to Chris shaving his face again. If you were able to join me for Friday night for what's been my favorite Friday night face-off so far, you may have seen that I could only stay on Instagram for 30 minutes or so because we were having our first ever family camp out. We ordered a 10% tent, sleeping bags for everyone, Chris is mystified that I got a double sleeping bag for us to share, (laughs) and headlamps and inflatable camping mats. I think I said on Friday that I had never camped in a tent before, but after I got off the call, I thought about it and I realized that I was wrong. Apparently, I just repressed all those instances deep, deep down inside. (laughs) I camped once as a child, probably around age 11 with my aunt and uncle and their kids for a week in Virginia. Then I camped again with that same aunt and cousins in high school when we went to the Alive Music Festival the summer before my senior year of high school. And in college, I bought a tent because, (laughs) my gosh, I'm just now remembering why, because I went to a very strict Christian college where boys were not allowed in girls' dorm rooms and vice versa. So one weekend, I had the brilliant idea that my friends should just sign out for Saturday night, i.e. say we were going home. But instead, we all just went to a state park just a couple miles down the road from our school with a couple of tents and the blankets off our beds and spent the night. (laughs) No hanky-panky happened. (laughs) 
Oh, man. If only you knew just how nerdy and strictly platonic my group of friends were. We just, I guess we just had a bonfire and then went to sleep. I do remember that everyone made fun of me because I had purchased Duraflame logs at the grocery store for our bonfire. But, like, how else were we going to have s'mores? We were at a state park and we got there at dark. No one was going to go in the woods and find firewood. We had enough of a hard time finding long sticks for our marshmallows. But other than that, I don't really remember much about it. I do know that the tent came in handy later that summer after Chris and I started dating. His band had booked a spot at Cornerstone Music Festival, and he graciously offered me and a couple friends tickets to the festival. The band was staying in a hotel, but my two friends and I decided that we would use that tent. I recall nothing about this experience. I don't remember setting up the tent or taking it down. I don't think I owned a sleeping bag or air mattress. I don't even know what became of that tent. I never used it again. But according to Chris, none of that is real camping. After he graduated from college, we decided to drive Route 66 to California, where I was going to transfer for college. We'd agreed that in order to save money during the trip, that we would camp instead of book roadside motels along the way. We were shopping in my hometown Walmart, and he was putting things like a snake bite kit and emergency blankets in the cart. And I was busy looking for Duraflame logs. Snake bites? Thermal protective blankets? I don't think we're going to need any of that. We just pull the car up to the campsite, pitch the tent, roll out the sleeping bags, make a fire for some marshmallows and hot dogs, and then we go to sleep, right? No. Chris had a vision that we would be carrying our gear on our backs, hiking to a camping spot, and like hanging our stuff in trees because of bears. I pointed out that if we were to buy all the accoutrements that we needed for that kind of camping, things like rain flies and hiking boots and framed backpacks, along with the snake bite kit and emergency blankets, that we'd actually be spending more money and it would take us much longer to get across the country. It wasn't our first fight, but it was the first time in our relationship that we said, oh, we are actually really, really different from each other, aren't we? We, we did end up doing Route 66 together, but we got a book about roadside attractions and we stayed at very cheap and very sketchy motels along the way. We would stop at rest stops and pick up the travel flyers in the lobby and look for coupons that could get us a room for like $28 a night. I do not think our parents had any idea we were doing this. And I want to say this is even before I had a cell phone. So, you know what? I'm just thankful we lived, we didn't get robbed, and that we didn't get bed bugs. All that to say is, I think I would like to become a family who camps. You know, I was so uncomfortable Friday night. Like, the little camping mats we got, they were the pits. I think I need to invest in cots. But it started pouring rain around 1 a.m., and the tent had a little leak right beside me, but I still had fun. We stuck it out until 6 a.m. or so, and then we came inside and slept in our own beds until noon. I want to do a couple more backyard practice runs like this, but with cots, and then do the pitch the tent beside the car kind of camping, and then maybe, maybe one day, try an honest-to-goodness kind of camping where we may actually need a snake bite kit and emergency blankets. But I am still going to stow away some Duraflame logs just in case. I love a good camp movie. I've already talked about my love for Troop Beverly Hills, but if I had to have a camp movie on repeat, I would have a really hard time choosing between either of the Parent Trap movies. 
I'm not sure how I first saw the 1961 version starring Haley Mills, but I had a TV with cable in my room, so I may have just caught it on TV. I think I later got it on VHS because I have seen this movie more times than I can count, and there's there's no way it came on TV that many times, right? The Lindsay Lohan Pant Trap movie came out in 1998, and I thought she was just so fantastic in it. The movie is so great. I think Meredith Blake is one of the best TV villains of all time. Did you know that was Lindsay Lohan's very first movie? She was a child model who had been in over 100 print ads and commercials, but that was the very first time that she'd ever done a film. Something like 500 girls were auditioned, but the director, Nancy Myers, was looking for what she said was a, quote, little Diane Keaton, someone who just comes alive on the screen. Scarlett Johansson, Misha Barton, Michelle Trachtenberg, Jenna Malone, and Mara Wilson all auditioned for the roles of Hallie and Annie, but Nancy Myers handpicked Lindsay Lohan after seeing her screen test. She did such a great job that Michael Eisner, the head of Disney back then, told Nancy how lucky you were to find those two girls. I do have a lot of thoughts about these movies, though. First, how bizarre is it that a divorcing couple would simply say, okay, you take one twin, I'll take the other, and see you never, and then just be okay with that arrangement? Second, because of this movie and Troop Beverly Hills, I actually thought it was super common for divorcing couples to reconcile. As a child, I had some friends whose parents were divorced, and I secretly wondered why they didn't try to parent trap the situation. I thought, well, maybe they can't do it because they don't have a twin. Third, I always wanted a twin. As an only child, I was really lonely. I for sure would imagine that life as a twin would be more fun because we'd always have each other and we could play tricks on others and swap places all the time. If you are an identical twin, I need to know, did you actually ever do this? Today's episode is brought to you by Skylight, a touchscreen photo frame that would make the perfect Mother's Day gift for someone you love or for yourself. We got Chris's mama Skylight frame for Christmas, and now I have one. You can email photos right to the frame, and they appear in seconds. I uploaded pictures going back to when I was pregnant with Jude, photos that previously only lived on my phone or on my computer's backup. So now I get to enjoy them all the time and my kids get to see photos they've never seen before. The frame is super simple to set up. You just plug it in and connect to your Wi-Fi and there you go. You can share the frame's email address with others so the frame can get populated with surprise photos of your loved ones from all over. If you're giving this gift for Mother's Day, you can even preload it with photos. With all that's going on in the world, this is a gift that can truly help you feel more connected. Right now, as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com btw and enter code btw. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com btw and enter code btw. That's S-K-Y. L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash B-T-W. Today's Good Time Good Deal segment is Sephora's Spring Beauty Insider Sale. Some of their highest rated products are marked down and beauty insiders can save an additional 10 to 20% off depending on your insider level. Just so you know, you can become Beauty Insider for free at Sephora. By enrolling, you can enjoy that 10% discount during this sale. 
And then annually, if you spend $350 in a calendar year, you'll be upgraded to VIB and you will get 15% off the seasonal sales. But if you spend $1,000 in a calendar year, which is easy to do if you buy something like the Dyson hairdryer or if you have a creme de la mer habit, you can get 20% off seasonal sales. Rakuten has a 2% cash back and I always wait until the seasonal sales to stock up. I'm curious, and and maybe this can be another community episode, but what are some of the first things you are going to do after the quarantine is lifted? I have this vision that 4th of July will be epic celebrations this year, like, like the first hoorah after the drought of hoorahs. But as soon as social distancing ends, I will see my hairdresser for color, my dentist, oh my gosh, I am desperate for a cleaning, and my waxer. Those are things I am not going to attempt to do at home. I can just wait until the world is opened up again. I also want to go to this place called Mr. Tino's Ice Cream. It's a Mexican snack shop, and it's the only place in my area that sells Doritos Locos. I will link that in the show notes. It's an incredible snack. Once you have it, you will never want another snack. And then I also want to have dinner at Chewy's. I miss their chips and salsa. I also want to go out for chicken wings. I want to look for an adult dance class and stroll every aisle in Target and then meet my friends for a hug party. Is that a thing? I just want there to be a long receiving line of friends and we'll just take turns going down the line and hugging one another. I haven't yet done this week's Today By The Way challenge to clean out my car. I just, I feel kind of unmotivated to do this because I know that I won't really be enjoying the perks of this task for a while. But I know I should do it. It's like it's like cleaning your house before you leave for vacation. Ugh, what a chore. But it's so nice to come home to beds made, dishes put away, and the floors spotless. When I finally start driving again, it will be so nice to get into a van without a weird, unidentified funk wafting around and then crumbs in every nook and cranny. I really just need to get it done. As a reminder, I have a prize for the person who has the craziest before picture or the weirdest thing they find while cleaning their vehicle. Tag that photo TBTW challenge or DM it to me at Today By The Way on Instagram if your account is private. Okay, friend, that is it for today. But before I go, can I read you the sweetest review our show just got? Alana H. wrote, Indiana is a sweet spot of sunshine in a sometimes dark and stressful world. Her mix of lighthearted facts, fun community, and recommendations always brighten my day. When she signs off every podcast with friend I am cheering you on, I have teared up more than once. It truly feels like she's a sweet friend and knowing I'm not alone in this motherhood journey is the push I need to get through the long days. Well, I tear up every time someone takes the time to leave a review or to tag or share our show on Instagram or Facebook. So thank you for that. Reviews are such an important piece of the puzzle for the growth of a podcast. So if you find yourself with extra time on your hands, I would love for you to leave a kind five-star review for today, by the way, and any other podcasts that you regularly enjoy. We have show notes online at todaybytheway.com slash episodes, and that's also where you can sign up to get this week, by the way, our once a week Wednesday emails. This Thursday, we have community afternoon tea on Zoom at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And on Friday, we do Instagram Live on my personal Instagram at Indiana Adams at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
I think that we're discovering that we are created for community, that our lives are richer knowing that we're not alone. If these days feel long, if your house is feeling small, if your dirty dish pile seems like it's never ending, just know that we're with you in that. Today is a new day, and friend, I am cheering you on.